0: Do you regret saying, I don't want this enormous sum of money? Well, okay, look, Dave, I look at it like this. I'm at a restaurant with my wife. It's a nice restaurant. We're eating dinner. I look across the room. I say, you see this guy over here across the room? He has $100 million, and we're eating the same entree. Uh, So, okay, fine. I don't have $50 million or whatever it was. But say I have $10 million in the bank. The difference in lifestyle is minuscule. The only difference between having $10 million and $50 million is an astounding $40 million. (laughs)
1: Spoiler alert. This show show explores television content that's been available for consumption for quite some time. If a spoiler or two slips into the conversation, well, you are warned. Here is this week's show show with Sweets and Slaney. (laughs) <laughs> right but i dive right into it Like you know i want that fast money yeah no of course <laughs> you've you've always
0: been like a pro line kind of guy though right oh, yeah
1: oh yeah i was looking at pics before i came over I'm so like, how can i just make <laughs> three grand and be super happy and
0: even it? going to the casino you'll like you'll drop a hundred dollars at the casino yeah occasionally
1: yeah not as often as i used to. well it wasn't an often thing but like if we were going to the casino i'd be totally down to Leave but you have college. gambling
0: in you, is what I'm saying.
1: Yeah, I'm ready to... I'm a bit of a cowboy, too, that way. I, just, <laughs> I have fun doing it. And and for the price of 50 to to $100, I'm like, yeah, whatever. It was a fun night.
0: No, I believe in that for sure. I yeah. believe that it's just the cost of the entertainment. And there was we...
1: a group of us. There was like eight guys who went out a couple weeks ago, and we... Actually, it was a few months ago. But we all put down $50 and hedged it together and played different games. And we all lost $50 We that had a great
0: night. Right night. But it was fun, yeah. I get that. Because like, when you spend $50 to go to the movies with somebody, mm-hmm. you don't get that money back. Right. And maybe you won't even have fun. Right. So, That's true. So there's, there's a cap to that, though. After a certain point, you have to be like, I'm in too deep. Yeah. Do you see uh, yeah, that ceiling
1: for yourself? Not always, but sometimes.
0: So- <laughs> That answers my next question then.
1: The crazier thing is when you're winning. Right. And you're thinking, how far do I want to go into this win? But when you're on kind of a heater, you don't know, okay, should I stop here? Should I, you know, keep gambling? Okay. I could make so much money. So you would be a perfect contestant
0: on Deal or No Deal then because you'd be that person who while they're drawing it out you could be easily sold on the fact that your case has the million dollars in it. Mhm. And yeah. Like are you going to play the odds cuz like I think you and I are probably different in that like as soon as I have any substantial amount of money I'm out of there. Away. And they don't want me on the show if no. I'm going to be one of those people. No,
1: I would yeah I'd probably be an entertaining uh, contestant on Deal or No Deal. I can't believe you pulled Deal or No Deal out of It had a moment. Obscurity. It really did. <laughs> and it's
0: fun like if you go to the the movie theater for example and you have some arcade time yeah. play deal or no
1: deal that's that's a good point i haven't played at the arcade in a long time and i really should yeah because i enjoy stuff like that i enjoy those nes games have you stood in line at five o'clock in the morning for any of these little nes boxes do you have one no oh no, no.
0: um no i haven't yet but i intend to once the hype settles down a little. i just bit,
1: i just have the original actually i have an original on my ha- house really so. does it still work yeah oh wow yeah i should try to hook it up and play it a little bit yeah, that's cool. That would be a fun, fun little pass. F- I kind of feel like it's it's
0: starting off with a bit of a sputter. Like everybody wants one of these things, but nobody is so desperate for one that they're willing to get up at five a.m. So everyone is saying, "Oh, I'll just get one down the road." Right. And we might all pick the same day. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> it might just have a steady, a steady flow. But they've had a big year at yeah. Nintendo.
1: I'm definitely not. I saw one guy on my Instagram who went early in the morning and actually got. A yeah, Nintendo.
0: I have one of those people in my
1: social media feed too. Yeah, yeah. But speaking of arcades, while we're kind of on the topic of movie theater arcades, I went to the movie theaters this past weekend. We saw a matinee. Okay, what'd you see? Arrival. Oh, I heard it was bad. What? Yeah, no way. Yeah, who did I hear that from? Maybe it was just Rotten Tomatoes. No, I think Rotten Tomatoes has gives it like a. I felt like ninety nine or like I felt. Rotten Tomatoes is uh, gonna give it a hundred percent.
0: Okay, give me the rundown because I don't I don't know a lot about this film. It's not getting a lot of attention.
1: Okay, well while I explain it, you need to look up its Rotten Tomato score. Okay. Okay, I will. I um I saw Doctor Strange. Did you? That was the other one that we were considering seeing.
0: It was I was kind of disappointed. I feel like I'm the first person to oh, say that. I? Like every like it has like a ninety one percent of Rotten Tomatoes. Oh. And he's always charming, I guess, and yeah. some of the action was cool, but it was just Iron Man. It was yeah. the same story. Oh really? And at what point are we going to stop being seduced by these these Marvel cookie cutters? Like, some of them are really good, but some of them are just so oh, bland. Like I, I, I thought it was supposed
1: to be, like, very... There's many different timelines and realities that this guy could be living in. The
0: only thing that sets it apart is that it's so... it's it's The magic behind it is mm-hmm. so complicated that I just gave up, and I was like, all right, I'm not going to follow this, so I'm, I'll just go along for the ride. Right. So they could have been pulling bullshit out of the air which they probably were yeah oh, um, okay so so i thought it was fine but i'll never ever see it again
1: oh oh okay so i really liked arrival though
0: okay it was has a 93 percent on rotten tomatoes
1: yeah okay I, th- I thought it was doing pretty well yeah you're right um it was a really interesting make you think film um, I really like science fiction stuff like that anyway.
0: Jeremy Renner, Forrest Whitaker and Amy Adams. Yeah. Oh, that's a good cast. Yeah,
1: it was great. It was it really makes you think. What is it about? It's a spacecraft movie. Okay, so at the beginning of the movie there oh, are this just is these that like movie. eight eggs that end up or 12 eggs that end up floating over different parts of the world
0: gotcha i'm looking at pictures of it now i did see the trailer for this film
1: man it was so cool and they're trying to figure out what they're there for and yeah i don't want to give too much away because it's just so cool to go in a blank slate in like a christopher nolan way um yeah i guess so it yeah a little bit yeah yeah okay there was i i don't even want to say anything about it because it it's just got got a great level of kind of i don't know i'm trying to think of a movie i could compare to but i don't even want to because i think that gives too much away yeah but it it makes you think that's that's great and
0: maybe maybe the advent of that leans a little bit on black mirror like that's like a thinky show right yeah i don't know anything about this so i'm kind of grasping at straws i
1: mean yeah it's it reminds me of just a great science fiction movie kind of one that you walk away thinking thinking about the whole timeline and how things were it
0: it's great. I'm glad to hear a movie recommendation that's not a Marvel movie because I've I've kind of been missing the movies. I don't know if I yeah. mentioned this to you already, but like I used to go to the movies every week.
1: I know. I was going to ask you about that. There's
0: just been such a dip lately where I haven't been interested in seeing anything, or the thing that I kind of maybe want to see gets such an abysmal rating sure. that I change my mind. This is how I know I become an adult because I listen to the critics now. Right. Like I might have gone to see Inferno. Yeah. But it got a terrible rating.
1: Sure. I I can picture that. Well, the, the flip side of that rate. though
0: is like, why are we trying to be academic about? That's a, true. A go, movie that came from a
1: drugstore book. Go and enjoy the like, movie. It's pro- I, can't I do be, agree
0: with that. It can't be that bad. It's got Tom Hanks and Ron Howard and like maybe it's kind of schlocky or whatever, but you know what you're getting. Sure.
1: Yeah, I think there's a certain level of people being too much, uh, too snooty about movies and TV too lately and sometimes just enjoy the garbage. Plus,
0: people get offended when a franchise lasts longer mm-hmm. than their interest. Right. They're like, oh, that's still happening. Mm-hmm. So that's an example of a movie I was talked out of just by the reviews. And then other than that, there hasn't been a whole lot. I saw Doctor Strange. I mean, I want to see Fantastic Beasts, which comes out
1: on Friday, right. but so does everybody else. Well, go see Arrival. Okay. I, I think yeah. you like it. All right. Um, it, it was funny because Jen thought that we were going to see Passengers. I, I, I said, hey, let's go see Arrival. Yeah. And then she saw the the poster as we were walking in. <laughs> and she goes, oh, this is really not the movie that I thought. What is Passengers? Going uh it's that movie with chris pratt and jennifer lawrence oh yeah yeah that i want to see yeah i don't think that's out yet uh oh maybe
0: it's not i think it may be next week or the week after yeah yeah i understand when everyone's gonna want to see that too because it's gonna be sexy and everybody likes those people and
1: that's what i was thinking like i i hadn't heard anything about this movie so it's not even out yet no passengers arrival i saw the trailers for and i immediately yeah
0: but arrival hasn't had like a huge it's not been a big blockbuster sensation no it's a slow burn i think
1: yeah maybe maybe it's i felt coming out of that movie kind of like how i felt about batman begins where i was like oh this was this was a great movie Batman begins
0: (laughs) gets so shadowed by the dark knight
1: that is such a good film yeah 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 i agree this movie, I'll, I'll say it was just so original. Mm-hmm. It wasn't too derivative of any kind of movie. That's
0: so nice because you still hear people trying to argue that there are no original stories left. There's just new interpretations of them. And I don't yeah. believe that. And I love to be reminded that it doesn't have to be that way.
1: Right. And maybe this has com- a combination of different styles of movies right i wish i could just give a million spoilers right now and tell you what the movie's about but don't do it yeah i know i can't do do it plus i would ruin it i would absolutely butcher it
0: i don't know if i'm gonna have time to go to the movies this coming weekend anyway because we got to be in that parade yeah
1: Saturday. (laughs) my measure i'm not looking forward to it.
0: my metric for success in radio is how few parades i have to do every year yep and so i'm down to one yeah so i'm trying not to have too bad of an attitude about this one yep because it's just my one parade
1: i know (laughs) <laughs> I know. It's it's one of those things where if they told me it was canceled every year, yeah, <laughs> I would say
0: oh great. Given the weather That's we got awesome. for this parade last year, I'm going to say it's not going to be
1: canceled cuz last year it was not canceled. No. They basically they're in the sweet spot of there never being a snowstorm nope. or thunderstorm. No, but there
0: Absolutely. was a torrential downpour last year. Yeah. I could see my reflection in my nylon coat. It was yeah. so wet. And oh, God. I also remember thinking, well, maybe it'll go really fast because there won't be very many people on the sidewalks. Mm-hmm. Tens of thousands of people on the sidewalks yeah. voluntarily standing out there. Yep. I don't know. I don't, this is The thing I don't like about parades is not so much actually the the marching of them mm-hmm. is the awkwardness. I don't like to have to. I really don't like when they stop so that somebody can catch up and you're just standing waving at the same people for five right. minutes. I really dislike that. But more than anything, I just have no respect for the people who voluntarily leave the comfort of their homes to come watch a three-hour commercial.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Well, there's a bit to be said for the wonderment of... If you're a kid... Yeah. I get it. I get it if
0: you're a kid. I definitely get you wanted to come see Santa Claus. Mm -hmm. That's kind of fun. Mm -hmm. And I had a a Santa Claus parade in Truro that I looked forward to when I was a kid. Yep. Um, Maybe I'm just cynical now.
1: Yeah. I think we... (laughs) I think you do that as you grow up, and then you have kids, and you totally buy back into the the majesty I, of going to see, or or at least the looks on their face are make it worth suffering through. I hope that's true.
0: That Honestly, one of the big things that scares me about the idea of having kids mm-hmm. is the potential that I won't be charmed by the look of wonderment on their face.
1: <laughs> You're totally like done with it's the it's kids, occurred
0: but... to me. Like, sure, everybody says this is how you'll feel, but like, what if? What if I find my kids' surprised look annoying? <laughs> I think
1: I think a lot of parents are scared of that. Yeah, probably and right. No parent ever. Actually, no. There's definitely parents that
0: probably the parents who are scared of that happening are never the ones who actually face right. it. The well, ones who don't consider it are the
1: yeah yeah. Well, it's like consider you know how much you enjoy Mia that's true and multiply that by 400 million times <laughs> you're probably right
0: actually by by that measurement and it's hard for me to say because i do love that cat a lot yeah you're right though you would like your kid more than your cat and by that metric i think i'd probably really love my
1: kid <laughs> yeah you definitely <laughs> would <laughs> realizations with colin sweet life-changing I think I'd moment I really love my kid <laughs> that's great to hear man yeah you should have kids yeah <laughs>
0: Uh, when you're ready. Okay, so last time we were together, there was an election <laughs> happening. Mm-hmm. Now there's not an election happening. <laughs> Isn't
1: it funny to look back on that? We you must I haven't listened back to it? I oh, should. really?
0: The, our podcast? No. Okay, I I didn't tell you about this. I recorded a new intro for it the oh, next day because because we taped it on Tuesday night and we post them on Wednesday nights. Yeah. And I was like, this is just full of us sounding smugly like we're pretty sure Hillary's going to turn it around. <laughs> yeah. So totally. I had to like do a little two-minute spiel at the
1: beginning where I was like, just so you know, I know this sounds dumb. We <laughs> no, all No, I love weird. it. I love that there's a, a moment captured in time of us so naively saying, yeah, no, Hillary's definitely going to win. There's no way that Donald Trump could win this election. It's we're interesting because
0: I had the TV Trump. on when you came over. Yep. And you looked at the TV, and it was faring a certain way. And yep. You were like... What is this shit? I, I'm i scared of this. And I was like, oh, it'd be nothing. Yeah, yeah. The other thing is there's a real part of me. It's also cynical. There's a part of me that thought, look, the media has uh, been treating this election like it's malleable since day one. They've been spinning it in its most dramatic way possible since day one. Why wouldn't they just uh, announce all the blue states for, or the red states first and right. make it seem like a comeback story in the end? Sure. So right until the end... I was like in denial thinking she's going to turn it around. She's going to have the most amazing political comeback. You
1: were thinking the media is getting so into it that they're basically constructing a a, a peak.
0: This I I figured they were contriving a, a Cinderella story.
1: Right. <laughs> like, there was going to be a climax. Yeah.
0: And would that be above them? I don't know.
1: Uh, yeah. Who knows? But it sucks that there wasn't. How do you I mean, feel a week later? Uh, still pretty... I just want to keep sharing things that I see, like the the Steve Bannon guy who yeah. ended up being, he's basically going to be, I think, the chief of staff. Chief strategist. Chief, chief strategist. of staff okay. is going
0: to be Reince Priebus. Right. But they were
1: talking today on, I think it was on CNN.
0: Priebus. Yeah, it was on Anderson, about how everybody kind of perceives the chief of staff as being like the number one ear next to the president, the guy who's going to have the second most power. Right. And... Then they referred back to um, some other presidencies, yeah. in which case the chief strategist is really very powerful, frighteningly so. Really? And I was watching another panel today. It was, it was the same Anderson one where, I mean, people are starting to defend this Bannon guy now, mm-hmm. which is interesting because there are even a lot of like Republican voters who had to swallow their pride and vote for Trump. Right. Even they can't get on board with Mr. White Supremacy. Yeah. And so it's starting to divide there again. But- on Reddit, everybody's starting to say that Mike Pence and Steve Bannon mm-hmm. and all these other guys who are his his uh, his disciples, mm-hmm. Trump's disciples, are his insurance. They're literally his life insurance, and that's a good observation to say i'll i'll hire the worst guy imaginable as my vp they'll never sure. assassinate me
1: yeah because i'm the least liked presidential wow uh <clears throat> that's an oh. interesting way of looking at it but you're right and and you posted that on twitter too we right. don't want we don't want mike pence as the president either because he believes in transition therapy and stuff oh my god Yeah. so and and i i looked at that and i thought yeah I, Trump isn't as bad as Pence.
0: He's actually not. It's, and, it sucks that we're already making concessions, yeah. but we may as well. Yeah. Uh, he, there is a guy who's worse. In fact, there's a couple guys who are worse. Sure.
1: And they're working for yeah. the other bad guy. And the other thing, and this, doesn't, this is not an excuse. I thought you were going to say, and this doesn't leave this room. <laughs> I don't know. Everything why. leaves this room. <laughs> this is a secret. <laughs> this doesn't leave this room. But...
0: Uh, I don't necessarily think Trump is as bigoted as he lets on. I think that he pandered to his crowd. I think mm-hmm. I think that was just textbook yeah. pandering. And I'm not saying that that's an excuse. No. Um, but the other guys that are around him are that way. Right. And so, I don't know if he's just going to be one of those guys. I read another article where <clears throat> Trump apparently has uh, requested that he get to spend as much time in New York as possible.
1: Yeah, he wants to, like, live in both both places. Was I telling you about the whole Donald Trump's son calling governor Kasich and asking about him joining the staff? Oh, well this is, this is the
0: latest scandal. It's, it's Eric and Don and Ivanka are all, they've all been requested for top security. Right. And it's a, it's a huge conflict of interest and they're trying, they're scrambling to try and figure out if it's even legal. Yeah. Because wouldn't that be the, like, I hate to say it. Wouldn't that be one of the greatest, business schemes of all time i'll become president get the inside track you guys will run my company and i'll legally be able to give you yeah. every tip you need to make our family a hundred billion
1: dollars yeah and it would happen with the trumps yeah well it's are exactly. not gonna be surprised if donald trump walks out of here way richer
0: well that's the thing and he said he's already said that he's not going to take a salary like the presidential salary sure, is four hundred thousand dollars a year
1: thousand dollars forego that but just have Super control of everything else It's it's all just part
0: of the image I guess and on the one hand you think well this is A guy who wants to conserve every Dollar he's such he's such a miser Mm -hmm. But It behooves his image and therefore His wallet To be the the grassroots Blue collar president who looks Out for the little guy and is willing to take A dollar salary because it's Just going to if there's one thing he's Brilliant at it's branding
1: Mm -hmm. Well The point that I made the day after the election, while I was in kind of a stupor, yeah, an stupor of amazement and sadness, was maybe the next four years will bring a ton of art, yeah, and comedy, and you know, rap gets way better (laughs) when folk music gets (laughs) way better. Sure, it's yeah, it's. I think that's going to be good. I think TV is going to be good, and this week. I think we have two examples of that happening. Maybe you're right. I mean, like for at least half of
0: Obama's presidency, SNL's been sucky mm-hmm. and they've gotten good recently. And yep. maybe this gives them a chance to land on the on yeah. the map again. We should talk about SNL because you have a bit of a controversial opinion about this most recent episode.
1: Uh, yeah, I, I didn't like the, the Leonard Cohen, Kate McKinnon thing. Can I know a lot of people why? were brought to tears by it. I wasn't brought to
0: tears by it. I just thought that it was a good uh, amalgam of a lot of different wrapping up points like sure. it was kind of a love letter to hillary clinton look we've used and abused you yeah but now we're
1: going to retire you because look we were on your side yeah i know and that was maybe kind of part of it okay. was how how much they showed that they were on hillary's side and it was such a melodramatic way of portraying that yeah when snl typically kind of stays in, in between a little bit more i don't know do you agree with no, that really? I, well i don't know they don't go as far as to do that they're more neutral than like the daily show sure okay so so that's that's one point that i have about it okay. but the other point is leonard cohen also died like he could get his own tribute yeah but why would they do that i, I don't think I don't they know. why I did think... they do it for david
0: bowie and because, I mean, David Bowie was a, was a staple on the show. And, like, Prince, those guys will come on. Sure. And they did... Like, they played a, a clip of them on the show. It wasn't mm-hmm. like they did a sketch and they had... Like, I really don't think they would have done a Leonard Cohen thing on the show at all if it didn't fit so well. Like, right. if, if Kate McKinnon wasn't on the subway on Friday listening to Hallelujah because everyone else on the subway was listening to Hallelujah. Right. And she heard the verse... I did my best, but it wasn't much. I couldn't feel, so I tried to touch, and she went, "Holy shit! We have to. I have to sing this song." Is that the
1: story behind it?
0: No, but I think oh. that's probably how it came together. <laughs> like, I th- somebody must have been listening to the song and go, "Like, okay, we wouldn't have done a Leonard Cohen sure. tribute, but this I, hey, just fits so well." A
1: lot of people loved it. I would have way more preferred to see a, a skit with both of them
0: oh, that I don't kind know.
1: of cleverly concedes Hillary to Donald Trump. And I don't agree because I think I think to a lot of those... I don't think those, it had to be the cold open. N-
0: well, ex- I do. I do think it had to be the cold open yeah. because it's the whole point of them being there. And a lot of people were really troubled. Like, not a lot of Trump supporters watched Saturday Night Live. We can say that confidently because Donald Trump got less than 25% of the votes mm-hmm. or the votes of eligible voters because they didn't all vote. But I don't think they were going to hurt anybody's feelings by taking a position in a moment that was like pretty troubling to a lot of people
1: sure i i don't they've got every right
0: to take the position yeah i just didn't like it oh that's fine yeah you have the right to take that position
1: yeah (laughs) yeah
0: exactly i don't i don't think they were unwise not to use alec at all and i think
1: I think that was calculated. I mean, he might come back. He probably will be back this weekend. And that was something I meant to look up. Is he going to be back for the season? I heard he signed on for the whole year.
0: Yeah, he probably did sign on for the whole year thinking they wouldn't use yeah. him 23 times. Right. Right? Like, he he was probably thinking, well, we'll do the first five episodes and then I'll make a couple appearances yeah. throughout the season.
1: Have you seen that Anthony at, at Maniac? Who's that? The guy who did the... They kind of did a traveling road show with Bernie Sanders versus Trump. You told me about this. Did you hear about that? Yeah. So this guy's impression is so great. Yeah. And he was, you know, a ucb ear and he's just got the best impression mm. and also says the funniest things as Trump. Yeah. And gets more and more ridiculous as he speaks. Okay. So on the podcast that I've heard, he's been super funny. And he's pretty young. He just seems like an SNL cast member. Have
0: other other people suggested he be a good addition to the
1: cast? I don't know, but like Rolling Stone went as far as to write an article. So he's got buzz.
0: So Lauren is aware of him. Definitely.
1: Yeah. Definitely. They've probably already met five or six times.
0: Yeah, maybe so. That's interesting because
1: it's it's a four-year investment.
0: Well, it suddenly seems like it was maybe a little hasty to fire Terran Killam, who actually had a really good Trump. Right. Although, was he going to stick around for another four years? I guess it doesn't matter, because they switched Obama's midway. Yeah. um, And they switched uh, George W's a a couple of different times. I know. Um, Will
1: Forte to Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell,
0: and maybe another guy. was Did Daryl Hammond ever do W? I think he did. Maybe. Yeah. I'm sure he does do him. Right. He definitely did Bill Clinton. But- yeah, it'd be uh, it'd be interesting to see what they do. Do they want to give it to one of the new guys? Because I don't want to see Beck Bennett play
1: Donald Trump no. just because he's there. And also, he plays Pence. Oh, that's a good point. And ben. actually, that's good casting. Yeah. Um, I think that the rest of the episode was great, though. <laughs> yeah, I thought I, so. Really, I thought it was really good. Dave Chappelle's monologue was perfect. I totally forgot his style of stand-up comedy. Yeah, which was kind of, I'm standing up for something, but I'm also showing you how much I give in to that thing that I also hate. Yeah. So which is the what his entire sketch show was about too.
0: Which brings us finally to the show we want to cover this week. Uh Chappelle's show. Yeah. You know, I didn't know it was called Chappelle's Show. No? I don't think everyone knows that. You thought it was Chappelle Show? I thought it was Chappelle Show or the Chappelle Show.
1: Right. This is a weird the thing. Show. I've
0: I'd never seen this up ep- this show now, in my life.
1: I still when I hear Chappelle Show, I start saying Chappelle show, Chappelle show.
0: I got to say, I just watched the pilot episode. I'm like, I'm 13 years behind on this, but it was so funny. Yeah. It was so, (laughs) it was really funny. But it was
1: so much more accessible than I thought it was going to be. I was thinking that as I watched it too, you can get into this in any year. Yeah. And it's still very funny.
0: I, for some reason, had this impression that it was going to be fringe and weird and absurdist. It wasn't. It was very smart. Yeah, uh, you came into this studio earlier, and you mentioned that the pilot episode is a good episode to start with because mm-hmm. there's an iconic sketch in it that's yeah. lasted as one of the important ones. Yeah, can I was was it the Clayton Bixby one? Yeah, yeah, the black
1: like, white supremacist. That is that was a genius sketch, right? And it you was, noticed that it was the same character that was in the Saturday Night Live episode. Well,
0: I know that all of those characters were from the show.
1: Yeah, and he was the guy with the hat, right? With the Make America Great Again hat. Oh, I didn't get that. Oh, yeah. Of course. Yeah.
0: I thought about that sketch. Like that he he kind of prefaces it at first and says, "This is the craziest thing I've ever done," and my friend said, "You've just set us back." And mm-hmm. um, and that was the pilot episode. Well, that's so the other great. thing. Very bold for a pilot episode. Yeah. But a thing I took away from it is this is not just gratuitously vulgar. This is commentary on right. how absurd racism is.
1: Yeah, and how that's exactly
0: arbitrary racism mm-hmm. is. So, like that was that's a nice thing I took away from it. I got the same thing from the from the the copyplace sketch. I was like yeah. it's a real identifiable thing.
1: Yep. And that was a big thing that he also I think struggled with because he had so many white followers too that were quoting lines from his show. Yeah. And he kind of thought, "Oh, what am I doing? I I think maybe I'm creating a problem." When really I don't think he was. No. But it gets into your head when but it's not unlike when uh, when white
0: teenagers, when like little boys, uh, co-opt hip hop music. Sure. Like, how does the artist feel about that right. when they see somebody out there is uh, relating to their artwork, even though they don't really know the experience that's being depicted?
1: Yeah. Like, do you think that's troubling to those people? Probably, but at the same time, maybe they kind of justify it by saying look, I'm opening their eyes to something that they would have never experienced. Right. So, I don't know. I think it's kind of a lens. That's how I, as a white guy, I have to think that it brings people closer together. Sure. Do
0: you know a lot about the legend behind this show? Can you run me through it? Because it's got a bit of a weird history.
1: Yeah, so, well, basically after the first two seasons, which were both great, Mm -hmm. the second season, I think, is my favorite season of a sketch show. Wow, okay. And they offered him however many million for the third season. A ridiculous amount. Like
0: 20 or $30 million. Yeah. Like an absurd
1: amount of money for a non-network show. Right. And he turned it down and kind of bailed and went to Africa. Yeah. And had a bit of a meltdown and then just...
0: Spiritual journey is what I read it was. Yeah.
1: You didn't hear from him for a little while. And it made everyone really sad, especially me and people of my age. Yeah. That watch Chappelle's show all the time. But we just hoped he was going to put out more specials and stuff and i think he put out one more special uh and he's just been working on his underground set for the last 15 years okay. you can find stuff online but why did he leave what 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 scared him off it's it's exactly what i said about the whole well there was a lot of uh there's a lot of rumors of you know black people saying that you can't be saying these words, you're empowering, uh, you know. Oprah uh, op- wouldn't have liked it. Opened up a whole can of worms, yeah. basically. And like I said, I think he struggled a little bit with, oh my God, is this show creating a problem? Okay. More than making people laugh. What an unfortunate an thing to have to face. Yeah. When you're just a, a guy who wanted to make something that was enjoyable. Definitely.
0: And also had a backbone. It's not like it was just frivolous. No,
1: no, exactly. It was a, It was a commentary on what was going on.
0: I didn't know that. Yeah. I thought that was great. The other thing is when, uh, because I don't have a history with this show, on SNL, when they came back to the stage, they call it home base, and it was Chappelle, and I was like, is he going to do more stand-up? Right. And then he set up the sketch. Yeah. And he threw to it. I didn't understand why they did that until I watched Chappelle's Which show. Which is
1: exactly what he did. And I, I didn't really think about it that much either, but I like that he prefaced it with, hey, I didn't want to do this. Yep. But then I watched The Walking Dead, and this show, I loved this character in the show. They killed the character, and I realized it would be funny if we did this whole thing.
0: It was almost a little bit like the SNL episode was a bit of a a Chappelle show again, although it didn't have his old cast, I guess. It felt
1: great. Like Listening to the monologue was so good. The fact that A Tribe Called Quest was on it, and Q-Tip was in skits with, um, with Dave Chappelle, Really? So they were Chicago's pals. Trip. Oh yeah. Okay. They're, they're pretty close, I think. Yeah. Um. And can we talk about how a tribe called Quest was great on Saturday Night Live? They were. I was. I've been. I've had. Uh, we got it from here and We the People on repeat for the last week or so.
0: Have you seen them at a festival or anything? No, no. no?
1: They. I, I don't think they've toured a whole lot. This is their first album in a long time. I guess so. Yeah. You know, they're a late '80s kind of early '90s. Rap right
0: group they kind of seem like somebody that would be like fringe enough to be on the second line of one of those festivals you go to
1: yeah yeah they're like a. at the time i think they were more of kind of an uh an alti leftist style hip-hop group yeah but still among the the kind of top rappers yeah you know like kanye west constantly talks about his love of tropical quest right and how they're big influences can we
0: mention that you you had me listen to Radiohead in the last week?
1: <laughs> Yeah. How's that been
0: going? I mean, I just listened to the Bends just through once uh, right. while I went for a walk on yeah. my vacation. It was really nice. Yeah. It was like again, it was it was more accessible than I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be soundscapey and conceptual and right. odd. Right. And it wasn't that odd.
1: No. And I said after you listen to that one, listen to In Rainbows next. Mm-hmm. It's a. And you said I love pretty music. It can be sad. yeah no i like sad And the fact that you said it can be sad i thought okay great
0: yeah no i I, a lot of my favorite music is sad yeah although i don't really know what my favorite music is yeah
1: you would you would really like that album okay
0: Mm -hmm. i'm enjoying having apple music it took me a little while to like work the habit in yeah but now i think i'm probably gonna stick with it
1: when you listen to podcasts so much yeah it's the same purpose it's It's the same it's exactly the same Mm -hmm. sure it's the same thing but i don't know if it's doing the same things Like, I don't know if you need to listen to music, like if music enhances creativity a little bit, because it's just scratching parts of your brain that you wouldn't have otherwise scratched while you're doing a task, or if it's better to hear someone talking. I don't know. I I like
0: both. I I, I have not listened to a lot of music in the last couple of years, and the music that I do listen to is stuff that I've just heard 100,000 times. So it's like Billy Joel's Greatest Hits or something I can, like, scream while I'm cleaning. Right. Like, that's the only kind of music that I really like to listen to. I don't... I'm not... As exploratory with mm-hmm. with music, so that is maybe another reason why it was it was healthy for me to listen to something that
1: was yeah something new
0: and something that's important to a lot of people yeah not unlike Chappelle's Show
1: definitely Chappelle's Show is super important to
0: that everyone. that sketch I guess was the second sketch of the night on SNL where they're in the living room with his white friends watching the election yeah I thought that was so fucking funny
1: yeah that was very that was like a a very G rated version of a Chappelle's Show skit yeah like that yeah and
0: it was funny. I, Totally worked. What was the what was the cast situation on Chappelle Show? Did they have like a
1: rotating group of five or six people? Were <laughs> they, they different all the time? They had Charlie Murphy, who is Eddie Murphy's brother. Oh, they, really? They did kind of have a, a rotating cast. I don't know if you noticed, Michael Rapaport was. In, of course, I did. Yeah, just in that episode. I love
0: Michael Rapaport. Yeah,
1: he's super funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they uh they don't really have a. They have a few go tos. Mm-hmm. There's this other guy Donal who's in a bunch um and charlie murphy was kind of the next go-to and then there's just a a, kind of a wide cast of people that okay helped out in different skits
0: it's interesting that he did stand up on it too because i didn't know that was coming yeah Yeah. oh
1: man his special have you watched any of his specials Uh, i feel like i've seen him do stand up but maybe i haven't i think when he left louis ck did a good job of kind of filling the void for me a little bit what is that role uh what do you mean oh the void that was filled? Yeah. I don't know just uh, just my favorite stand-up comic. Okay. Someone yeah. who will speak who's got a little bit more balls than the average stand-up comic. And a rationale? Yeah. Yeah. But but honestly I think I like Dave Chappelle more. Sure. You know, I just find his I find his style of stand-up a little bit sillier. Yeah. And uh yeah. I
0: can remember being like such a little kid. Mhm like, seven or eight years old and seeing commercials for Half-Baked. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I Like, I remember... Have you ever seen it?
1: No. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah? Yeah. Haven't you ever seen my... Uh, have you seen my Instagram bio? It just says, this horse is a diabetic. That's a Half-Baked joke? That's a Half-Baked joke. Okay. Because there's one part in the movie where this guy goes out really high. Actually, what's his name? Uh, I can't... I'm not going to be able to think about it. Yeah, Matt's the not... other guy? The... The other guy in half, ba- well, yeah, he's one his, of the other. What's his one name? One of the three guys in half. Ba- oh,
0: is it three people? I thought it was two. Jim people. Brewer's another guy. Yeah,
1: Jim Brewer's the name I was trying to think of. Right, and then yeah. there's the third dude who's also a stand-up comedian. I can't remember. Okay, but he comes out and uh, he comes out of a store and he's really high and he sees a police horse and he starts feeding him candy, and keeps <laughs> just feeding the horse candy and then it falls over and dies, and the. <laughs> The officer comes out and he's like, this horse was a diabetic. <laughs> <laughs> so so he goes to prison for killing a cop and they have to sell weed. Because it was a horse to, cop? to break, Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> and then they have to sell weed to break. It's a very silly movie. No, of, of
0: course. Yeah. yeah. That's interesting. Why is it that Saturday Night Live is the only sketch show that seems to have longevity? Like every other mm. sketch show,
1: even if they're great, they're usually only on for a short time. Right, uh, I think it's pretty stressful, and it's hard to start a sketch show mm-hmm. and start rotating through people. I think Lauren Michaels is the only reason that that show stayed alive.
0: He's really he's proven an ability to to stagger the cast turnover, right? And also, like they have such a history now that people will even watch it when they know it's not going to be that good. Like totally. they'll have an off year on SNL, and they can afford to do that now and yeah. then. Um, in, well, spite of what, in spite of what the president-elect says about how it's time to t- yeah. retire the old show. Who was
1: on it within the last Year. 10 months. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I know.
0: <laughs> Did you see Pete Davidson talking about Donald Trump when he was in the writer's room?
1: I've seen him on Twitter or on Instagram talking about him a bit. He was on, it might have
0: been Sway in the Morning or sure. Charlemagne or one of those, like, those cool hip-hop radio morning yeah. shows. Uh, Pete Davidson was on and he was talking about Trump. And he was talking about how trump can't read right and how they were in the writer's room and they were reading through the sketch packet and they had gotten to this sketch where in it trump was at disneyland with his kids with baron or some like with children right and at the end of the the sketch the line is um all right we're done here comma turkey legs like let's go get turkey legs and so he
1: just donald trump just reads all right we're done here turkey legs <laughs> <laughs> i remember having the biggest aversion to that show that particular show he was not funny on it at all no, every was, skit just fell so flat it was horrible the only one that was kind of OK was the Hotline Bling parody. Oh, yeah. I remember that. That was kind of funny. It's kind of funny that that gif hasn't
0: been more present in the last year. You're right. <laughs> like, how wow. has that not been everywhere? Let's
1: dig that up. All right. All right. Well, I couldn't believe that we found the uh, Fresh Prince Donald Trump video. Again, where has that been? I don't know. Yeah. There's so many. He's just all over the place. So you he's... can't... It's hard to pick through and find the good ones. But it's of Cousin Ashley saying you're ruining my life and like walking by Donald Trump. Everybody criticizes me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's
0: always true.
1: Oh, that was the best. I'm going to look at that in times of trouble. Yeah. People have
0: hung on to, oh, he appears in home alone too, mm-hmm. but the rest of the stuff has kind of drifted by. I don't know if I can watch home alone too this year. Cause I don't want to see him pop up and right. be like, I'm not going to
1: find that cute anymore. Here's the president. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Or the president elect, I the guess. The president elect's coming, time. though, man.
0: Like, I, st- I still, I'm still in a, a place where I remind myself and, mm-hmm. like, I force myself to sit there and, 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 like, run through the mantra. He's going to be the president the same way Barack Obama is currently <laughs> the president. Yeah. He's going to be the, literally, mm-hmm. and not just in his head, no. the way he thinks he already is, he is going to be the most powerful person right. in the history of mankind.
1: But he's, He's backtracking on a lot of stuff that he said he was going to do. I mean, he's crazy. Yeah, he's a narcissist. He's clinically narcissistic that's been proven time and time again. Mm-hmm. It it's going to be an interesting 4 years. It's going to be I've I've never been as happy to be outside of the United States. I know, but you know what?
0: The, this all this talk about moving to Canada is really starting to piss me off. Oh, it's
1: not going to happen.
0: I, it was never going to happen anyway, right. and it was kind of cute before cuz it was like we were the the sweet cousin right. who like everything is like the the butt of the joke is Canada's nice. Right. So I wasn't bothered by it, but now I kind of think of it from the other way. I'm kind of like, "What, well, you're sour cuz you didn't get your way? So you're going to leave?" Yeah. And make your country worse. Right. You're gonna like you're gonna take your ideals that you think are important and remove and them bring them to Canada. Like, that's not helpful. Yeah.
1: I kinda thought actually I've been keeping up with designated survivor, did I tell you that? No, oh, that's Canada... that's hilarious because you did not think you would. <laughs> no, Jen, I want to watch more. Jen kept up with it and yeah. I have been on the couch while she's been keeping up with it. Yeah. But Cal Penn said something who worked in the White House and basically right. said, Don't move away. No. And he kind of said the same thing you said of no, stay strong. Stick up for your ideals. Yeah, stick in the country. Well,
0: it's just such a baby move. It's that's how democracy works. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's my mother calling me.
0: Oh, I'll let it. I'll let it go to voicemail. My uh, my Burn voice. My voice. new voice message is a parody song, of "Time <laughs> After Time." <laughs> no, it's me singing. See if I can remember how it goes. I rewrote the lyrics so that it was my outgoing message.
1: If you call, I won't answer. No, it's
0: it's uh, it's something like that. It's, yeah it's um lying in my bed i see my phone ring and i think of you (laughs) but i can't answer i'm indisposed you know how the rest goes if you called calling up he will call you back (laughs) some other time when it beeps leave your name
1: i look forward to chatting
0: Some other time. So
1: passionate about looking (laughs) forward to chatting.
0: I do look forward to chatting.
1: What possessed you to do that?
0: I was on vacation and I was just like, I got to do something.
1: Yeah. Okay. (laughs) And time after time was the first song that came into your head?
0: Yeah. I wanted to pick a song that would be a funny song to do a parody (laughs) of. But the problem is now I'm like concerned about who might leave me messages. Like it's funny for my
1: mom to have to listen to that. Eh. I mean, to what extent are you worried about people? The people that you don't want to hear that message aren't the people that you want to be associated with anyway, right? You're so right. Yeah. I need to... I don't deserve that negativity. Sure. No. You, do you want to do it's... this This other show? Yeah, let's do the other show. And there's kind of parallels between both, I think. Uh, okay, how? Well, they're both hit Comedy Central shows. Right. One continues to be. One is no longer. Yeah. Um, both uh, have done a great job at, at implicating... Well, actually... Before we get into... Okay, sorry. who? Do, do you want to back up? I'm going to back up. Okay. Both have done a good job of uh, tying in presidencies and, and uh, putting their commentary on issues in the White House. Totally. Uh, Dave Chappelle did it with Black Bush. Okay. He did a whole skit where uh, he was the Black George W. Bush. That's funny. It was super funny. Right. And uh, this year... South Park did it with the whole presidential election that they had. <laughs> it was Hillary Clinton versus President Douche.
0: What? I don't understand, because I don't watch South Park either. How how did they incorporate so much current events in South Park? It's a show about kids in elementary school.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Well, I don't think they did at first. And did you watch the pilot episode? I would
0: just watch the pilot. So
1: the pilot's just super silly, and I think it yes. grew up a lot by the 20th season. Okay. So throughout the 19th and 20th season they actually keep a continual like a continuity going yeah whereas in the other seasons there might have been a loose continuity but this one's actually episode to episode and they tie in you know they tied in colin kaepernick's taking a knee for the anthem they tied in well
0: that's kind of um, what they're known for and not just not just commenting on it but being really timely like they get their show together in less than a week yeah it's amazing.
1: it's it's the Saturday Night Live of cartoons.
0: well, and I've also heard, I think it was Matt Stone was on might have been both of them. I don't know who said it, but on Stern, they had said there have been lots of times where it's supposed to air in less than thirty minutes, and it's still rendering.
1: Whoa, really? Yeah, yeah in like less than thirty minutes
0: because it's been so tight
1: and and that's apparently what they had to do with this presidential election because Hillary Clinton was supposed to win, and the whole show was supposed to be about Hillary Clinton winning. But she didn't win, so they had to incorporate the whole... They had to remake the show. Yeah. That's amazing. Do you love the whole President Douche or Garrison? It started last year with President Douche being a different character, so I don't know what happened. Well, Garrison was in the pilot episode. He's the teacher, is he not? Okay. And then I think Garrison was the winner of the election in the final, in the most recent episode. Okay. (laughs) And his whole philosophy is... I think if immigrants come in, we're going to fuck them all to death. (laughs) (laughs) And the latest episode is actually really funny. There was three or four times where I was laughing and Jen was in the kitchen refusing to watch it, but was laughing at the jokes. Why was she refusing to watch it? She just is convinced that she doesn't like South Park without having watched it.
0: I can't get over how much stuff me and Jen seem to have in common. I don't don't get it. I admit like I haven't given it enough time and I get that it might be an acquired taste and I I agree that it's probably brilliant because enough people have said that enough people who I respect but I just I was watching the pilot just now and I was
1: like what oh the pilot the the pilot's so bad though and that's that's why we sometimes do ourselves a disservice by only watching the pilot sure so a lot of pilots are bad yeah but I wanted to watch the pilot and the most recent episode in this one so I watched clips of the pilot and I got what it was all about and then I watched the newest episode which was so much more topical and silly still but very funny. Yeah. Like there was a scene with Bill Clinton and he addresses the crowd a couple times and says I was almost the first gentleman of the United <laughs> States and and then he knocks on someone's door and and they're like, "Oh my gosh." The almost first gentleman is here. <laughs> he's just being referred to as that the whole time. I found it super funny. It's amazing there's, that there's five or six lines where I laughed out it loud.
0: It's amazing that there wasn't a lot of discussion about what we would call Bill Clinton. Yeah. Like the first fellow. Maybe or the,
1: subconsciously everyone kind of knew it wasn't going to happen. I don't know. Even the if she was fellow. the
0: president, it wouldn't have like, she. he's not going to be a part of her presidency, right? They don't love each other. So. <laughs> but,
1: well, here's the thing. How would you not want someone in the office who not only has so much more experience, but someone who's actually lived in the White House for eight years and has a husband who could also kind of be an unofficial counsel. Yeah. Well, except in for so that so many different ways. for the
0: same reason Trump shouldn't be allowed to have his children be advisors right i guess you really can't have your husband be your chief of
1: staff or whatever no no and he wouldn't be but i mean if you went to bed at night and said hey bill this thing happened but even michelle doesn't have like top level clearance right there's stuff
0: that she's not allowed to know sure yeah i guess so stuff that Trump's going to know.
1: People are talking about Michelle running now. What do you think of that? Well, I I think that it's grasping. Like
0: I think that they're they're asking her celebrity to run. Like mm-hmm. because she's been very graceful and she's also cool mm-hmm. and she speaks well. And also pretty much everybody's in agreement now that it would be nice to have an Obama as mm-hmm. the president, no matter who the Obama is. Right. And plus now we've seen But uh, I think
1: she was she was a she Was a lawyer and also was a dean of Harvard or something? Yeah.
0: She's very smart. Yeah. And there's no question about that. She has no political experience, though. That's true. And although neither does the next president. But (laughs) because we've seen uh, a former president's wife Mm -hmm. get really close to the presidency, now it seems like we should double check with our first ladies.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Right? Yeah.
0: I saw a funny meme today. It was just a picture of um Michelle Obama's angry face right. and the caption was something to the effect of um losing her job to an immigrant.
1: Uh, <laughs> funny. Yeah. Um isn't it also funny that uh Melania Trump's Whole thing that she's focusing on is internet bullying it's so funny it's so ridiculous <laughs> you couldn't write anything funnier than that like
0: when they were trying to decide what would be the best for pr for yeah. her to like that's a great avenue to explore i right. agree but how did somebody not say uh we might get laughed at for that
1: that <laughs> we, should be the next snl skit is yeah. them talking to each other about internet bullying they
0: should they should really utilize cecily as melania
1: yeah yeah she's funny she's so funny And also, Ruth Ginsburg was pretty funny on Saturday Night Live this week, too.
0: Yeah, but don't overuse Ruth Ginsburg just because you love Kate McKinnon. Like, that's that's a pretty one-note character. She's not that critical. Has she
1: been on that often? No. Uh, But,
0: like, I don't want to see them use her every week. No, no, no. They have to find something new for her mainstay. I
1: know. Kind of a waste of talent.
0: It's a shame. As, as somebody who's not her biggest fan, yeah. it's, I would have been totally okay with her getting as much camera time as she was going right. to get because she deserves it. She's obviously right. talented. And it's probably really disappointing for her because she was probably sitting there going, I'm going to be the first totally SNL female thing. president. Yeah. And it was going to make her career. Mm-hmm.
1: I think she was breaking into tears after seeing Hallelujah for multiple reasons. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, back to South, South Park. Park. Um, did you think... Would you... I wish you watched the, the latest episode, too, or a newer one. I'm sorry, I didn't have time. Oh, no, that's fine. But
0: I, but watching that, that first pilot episode was kind of a good perspective indicator because I had mm-hmm. a couple of thoughts. For one, how is something that's so absurd mm-hmm. have such broad appeal? Like, how is right. this such a popular show? Because it's so weird. I
1: don't know. Well, apparently it was close to being canceled before it even aired, and it tested really poorly with women everywhere, but they kind of said, go ahead anyway. And by yeah. the end of the third season... Uh, I th- It was one of the top-rated Comedy Central shows. I think the top-grossing Comedy Central The other show. thing
0: is, how did they even get Comedy Central to consider it? It's a two-dimensional show apparently, that wasn't even animated with computers. It was made with paper.
1: It was kind of one of the first viral videos was a short that they made in university. Matt, okay. Matt Parker and Trey Stone. Matt Stone and Trey Parker. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, they made this short, and it kind of went viral, and then they had a meeting with Comedy Central. And Did you watch in. the pilot this week? I watched bits of the pilot this morning. Because I watched and the I pilot. I still remember people talking about it. From when I was in grade four or whatever, the
0: stream I watched of the pilot had this vignette at the beginning with Matt and Trey.
1: Oh, really? from like
0: nineteen ninety seven or whatever. Oh, okay, and they were introducing it. They were basically like, "This is the first episode of South Park. <laughs> we animated it in our." And they were like in character, and it made me wonder how come these two never became famous as performers? I mean, their voices in the show.
1: Well, they kind of did. I mean, they did basketball. What is that? Oh, you never saw basketball? No, it was a movie about basically. Uh, in a world where everyone's kind of growing tired of all the existing sports, they... <laughs> That's funny. That's they, a funny premise. They make this sport called basketball. It's a mix of basketball and baseball. Sure. And it's its just such a ridiculous movie. And I saw it in the movie theater with my dad at way too young of an age. And yeah. <laughs> he had no idea what he was in for. And they're in it. And they're
0: in it, yeah. They're... Do you also love Team America?
1: Yeah, Team America's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Definitely. I've never seen it. You've never seen it? No. Oh God. I've you, seen I've seen like the Book of Mormon. <laughs> like I've, that's you've their seen that? that's their shit, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, I've seen like video of that. Right. Did but, you like it? I haven't seen that. Yeah, it's hilarious and brilliant. Yeah. yeah.
1: I think you'd really like Team America, and I think you'd probably think basketball was funny, if nothing else. I'd probably
0: really out. like South Park, but sometimes these shows, uh, they're just hard to sink your teeth into because they're able to be so weird, being animated. Right. This is the first animated show we've ever talked about on the podcast.
1: Oh, is it? You, yeah. want, you want to know what's funny is I learned in the second season, celebrities started asking if they could do cameos on the show. Yeah. Did you hear about this at all?
0: Yeah. Um, who did I hear? Like, but not really good celebrities like Jason Priestley.
1: No, the the, the celebrities that I heard about were like Jennifer Aniston. But, but the ones that were really funny were when people first started asking, they would say, okay, you can be... The voice of the dog barking. (laughs) So George Clooney is the voice of Kyle's dog barking. Wow. In this episode in 1998. And Jay Leno is the voice of someone else's cat meowing. I've heard about that one. And Jerry Seinfeld asked to be on the show but that's weird you wouldn't i don't i
0: don't really think of jerry seinfeld and and south
1: park coexisting but turned it down when he found out he was going to be turkey number two on a thanksgiving (laughs) episode
0: that's so ballsy of them eh? (laughs) isn't that hilarious like how can they not be honored how do you have a show on a network and you have these celebrities wanting to be a part of it wouldn't Mm -hmm. you just want to do everything for them you know
1: what i was thinking about was it They must have tried doing this and turning it around in a week was such a pain in the ass with the other person's time schedule. The other person was probably like, okay, well, I'm available from 9 to 10 on Thursday, but that's it. So work around that. And they were like, okay, you're getting the dog. Yeah. No, that's
0: really funny. And it's cool of them. It kind of reminds me of Daniel Craig in The Force Awakens. Like he's just that random stormtrooper with one line. Oh, really? You don't know about this?
1: No, I think I might have heard about it. Yeah, at the when time.
0: when she's detained and she's like strapped to a table uh, and she uses the force on a stormtrooper and she's like, you'll loosen these binders. Oh, and that was Daniel Craig. It. And he's like, what did you say, rebel scum? He's using like an American accent, but you, if you know it, you can hear that it's Daniel Craig. Really? Yeah, it's kind of cool. But he huh. just did it to be in a Star Wars movie. Yeah. So that's kind of funny.
1: That's awesome. Yeah. That's like Simon Pegg had a line similar to that in the movie, didn't he?
0: Simon Pegg, I think he played the, uh, the junkyard guy right, who she okay. worked for. Right.
1: So he had, he had a bit more of a substantial role. Well, a
0: character with a name and like, I think yeah. he's credited on IMDB, whereas right. Daniel Craig isn't. That's just like a little fun thing you might know nice if you're a dork. Mm-hmm. I read this funny story about South Park where in the nineties, some woman from Canada, I don't know where, but, um, she contacted the CRTC, which is Canada's FCC, mm-hmm. uh, and, and she complained because the the routine deaths of Kenny yeah. was giving her son, Kenny, like, trauma. He oh, was, God. like, I don't know if he was special or something, but, like, he, he was really upset that they kept killing Kenny. Right. I don't know if, like, maybe he was being bullied over it or whatever, mm-hmm. but, like, she reached out to the CRTC to say, like, they have to stop killing Kenny. Right. It's upsetting my son.
1: Oh, God. Stop showing it.
0: Stop letting him watch this inappropriate yeah.
1: show. Kenny uh, died for the first two seasons, and then I think they stopped killing him off. They don't do it anymore? No, they they definitely don't do it every episode. I mean, it is kind of tired. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And also, they graduated into fourth grade in 1998 or 99, and they've been there ever since. That's, have started, the Simpsons
0: ever done that? Have they ever gotten older?
1: No, well, there. I mean, there's been episodes where it's someone's birthday, but sure. they always remain the same age. Yeah, I heard somebody.
0: It might be a shower thought um, about how if you started watching The Simpsons when it first came on and you were Bart's age, now you're Homer's age. Oh, which is kind of
1: like a sketchy way to think about it. Yeah, a yeah. sketchy way to think about it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, do you have any other notes on? I mean, I Seth probably, Parker, I probably Chappelle's
0: have lots show. of notes. I yeah no I, I think we kind of covered everything um it's it's Park is the has the guinness record for most swearing in an animated series
1: yeah i can believe that
0: it was it was not my cup of tea no i don't i know again like it's the kind of thing that probably requires a little bit of getting used to yeah i just i don't feel inclined to give it the chance now
1: you won't totally get it like there were things that i was missing from watching the the latest episode that was made and released but you should watch that one okay and it just gives you such a better idea of where the show has come to
0: does the does the topical nature of south park kind of uh ruin its rewatchability like Mm -hmm. if, if i watch an episode from five years ago which was really like really intently discussing whatever was going on five years ago well i feel a disconnect
1: uh i have no idea because sometimes <laughs> really these shows sure. are
0: good for their rewatchability.
1: i haven't went back and watched any I, i'm not a huge south park fan right i i'm a person that feels like i should watch more south park but i just haven't in the last couple of years and every time i see it i think oh, i should watch the next episode because this is funny but what's what's the knew. deal with neil brennan Where where is he these days uh he's just he's also he basically worked backwards from being a producer to going into stand up. Oh, okay. And but he produced a, he he'll do a bunch of shows where he's or or directs a bunch of shows. You know he directed episodes of New Girl and. But they had a falling out, right? He and Dave. They did at the time of the, like around the when the third season was supposed to come out and they started filming and then Dave Chappelle bailed. So they yeah. even have the first two seasons and then the lost episodes. Oh, okay. So the lost episodes are are like six skits but they make up a third season kind of they yeah. they released a dvd for it okay um so around that time neil brennan very publicly stated that you know dave chappelle kind of left him out to dry yeah. and screwed him over and his salary wasn't that big so screw you dave chappelle um but i think they've since patched that up a lot and they're both doing stand-up together, and I used to listen to The Champs all the time, which was an episode that Neil Brennan, which was a show that Neil Brennan was on. You remember me talking about this? I was... do. Was he on it regularly? He was the, the host. It was his show. It was I him see. and Moshe Kasher. Oh, okay. And uh, uh,
0: Doug Pound. Do you find it weird that Moshe Kasher's married to Natasha Leggero? Yeah, I find you
1: it you have it weird a hard time I, picturing that? Yeah, and I found it even weirder because I listened to it like happen. Oh really? You, Throughout the you show, you heard them
0: fall in love. Yeah. Oh, weird.
1: He's like, okay, I'm gonna put it out there. I'm officially dating Natasha Leggero, and and That's then, so strange. Yeah.
0: She was so good on WTF. Like, she's really? this person who I really didn't get at all. I was I, I was like, she's leaning into every cliche. Right. And she was such a good guest on WTF. Oh yeah. Fascinating and interesting. For that matter, Lin-Manuel was on WTF this week.
1: No way. Yeah. I gotta listen to that. Yeah. He's a cool guy. He's
0: just a very warm, lovely people, guy. People like him. Yeah. Yeah. He's He wrote all the music for this Moana movie. This is the new Disney movie.
1: Oh, no way.
0: Yeah. So wow. he and The Rock are doing the press for this movie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> incidentally, The Rock named People Magazine's sexiest man alive today. Wow. Yeah. Is he the oldest to ever be named that? I don't think so. Because they've he? had, like, Johnny Depp and stuff
1: yeah, in that's recent true. years. Yeah. The Rock is probably, like, 45, maybe. Yeah. That's my guess. President Rock, he could be the next. Uh, that's what they keep saying on the <laughs> Bill Simmons show. Yeah, I'd be open to that, <laughs> honestly. He's more charismatic than Trump. Yeah, so that's well, that's very true. He's probably a better speaker. <sighs> he can definitely read. <laughs> he
0: can read. He's more physically fit. Well, that's true of anybody who's ever run for <laughs> elected office. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, um,
0: all right. Well, what's the? That's the other note that I made about Dave Chappelle. He seems to have this reputation for being a bit of a dick bag when he's doing stand up. Like there's, you hear these these news stories about people will pay a hundred dollars to see Dave Chappelle, and he'll go on stage, bomb on purpose, and leave after twenty minutes. Oh, really? Yeah. You don't hear about these? Uh, I haven't. No, not really. It's experimental. Like it's supposed to be for growth or whatever, but it yeah. just seems like uh, it. It's. It seems wrong. Yeah. Seems mean.
1: He it definitely seems like he's working it out at tiny clubs all the time. There's Good. often pictures that Chris Rock posts where it's him and Dave Chappelle and John Mayer all on stage at the same time. I've singing, seen like, these pictures. Waiting on the world to change. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see the thing I posted on Facebook of at the SNL after party and Dave Chappelle singing "Creep"?
0: Oh, I didn't watch it.
1: Yeah. Oh, it's great. Yeah. Him and Leslie Jones just up on stage and the entire crowd going crazy.
0: Are they singing it for real or is it like really campy?
1: Uh, They're kind of like
0: yell singing it. Okay, but they are like they're drunk and they're just singing Oh, yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah, it's awesome. Leslie Jones made me laugh
0: this week. What what were her big moments this week?
1: Well, there's the whole skit about her and Kyle Mooney.
0: That was funny. That yeah. was what it was. Because I knew it wasn't the breastfeeding sketch. <laughs>
1: I thought that was okay. I
0: thought it was okay. But it, I was like, no, there was one that I thought was great. And, and it, was, it was the Kyle Mooney It sketch. was
1: very, it reminded me of a Chappelle show skit where they did Making the Band. Do you remember P. Diddy used to have that show, Making the Band, yeah. where he made everyone live in a house together? And uh, David Chappelle just commented on how they made them do the most ridiculous skits. Or they made them do the most ridiculous ridiculous tasks. Yeah. Like you need to go Cambodian and get me some Cambodian breast milk, <laughs> and then he's just drinking milk and singing, "Breast milk, you just made my day." Oh my god! Yeah, and he just has this big milk mustache. Anyways, small part of the skit, but
0: what was it a tribute to that, or was, was it just kind of? Oh like, no, it wasn't a tribute
1: to that no. at all. It just reminded me that like how he's making more breastfeeding skits.
0: Yeah, it's, that's a note he clearly likes to play. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think he
1: actually finds breast milk funny. That, so, and Pete Davidson's face during that skit was yes. so priceless. And, but was it
0: Bobby was the other one who was just cracking up? A couple of them were just dying laughing. Uh,
1: yeah, Keenan was sitting right next to him and was laughing really Keenan, that's Keenan cracked up a couple of times last week. Yeah.
0: I forget the other the, time. The bar sketch.
1: Yes, that's yeah. right. And
0: that's unusual because he's such a professional. Yeah. Like he's, he's, and I've heard other people say that before too, that like Keenan Thompson is still working there because there's no one who is better oh, at sketch comedy in the world. He
1: can get a laugh at Anything. Yeah. He sells every single line that he says. Yeah. E- even the skit when uh, at the bar when he said something about the end of times and then a frog just falls from the ceiling. That and was it up so and like, funny. <laughs> it was great.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, I, I I want him to stick around for as long as possible because yeah. I think he's awesome. Yeah. Um, that does it. This mm. is the 23rd episode of the podcast. 23 We is the Chappelle's Jordan. Show. Chappelle Show is on the Hollywood Reporter list. Yeah.
1: Uh, Yes, it is.
0: So we covered two tonight. Yeah. Which means we've covered 24 mm-hmm. shows on the list, which means next week when we do uh, Gilmore Girls, yep. we'll be at exactly a quarter of the Hollywood Reporter list.
1: Whoa. Well, one fourth of the way through. Actually, I think Chappelle's show might have been on the Rolling Stone list. Oh, okay. I'm mixing and matching them now.
0: Well, we definitely, we got to cover one each week. Yeah. Um, but it's it's still a, a relevant show right now to have covered. Yeah. We got South Park out of there as well, mm-hmm. and Gilmore Girls next week because that's that's coming to Netflix. Actually, I, I think it's not until next Friday, Okay. so we'll be able to watch the
1: old episodes. All right, sweet. Yeah. You know uh, Melissa McCarthy's in Gilmore Girls.
0: Yeah, she plays like her name is like Pussy or something. <laughs> yeah, her name's I was like, like an say, annoying like, thing. I was gonna say like, like Dottie. Yeah, no, it's something that I like. I couldn't imagine having to look in someone's face and call them this. Yeah, Missy or Missy sippy or Sippy or something. Sippy. It's Sissy. not it's Sissy, uh, maybe. N- no, Sassafras. What is her name? I'm gonna look it up.
1: Okay, I'm gonna. It's
0: it's a really really annoying name that I would never want to call somebody.
1: Susie, series, series.
0: Her name in Gilmore Girls. Saucy. Saucy pants. <laughs> s- uh, I keep typing Goldmore girls, mm. Lauren Graham and Alexis Bledel, and various other people.
1: Missy Sissy s-
0: Sookie
1: Sookie, damn
0: it, Sookie St. James.
1: Sookie St. James, what a weird porn star name.
0: Yeah, I have a hard time <laughs> respecting that. The choices made there. Yeah, that is a cult show. People love that show. We'll save mm. her for next week. All right. All right. Hey, uh, thanks. Never go outside. Don't trust Will Smith. All that stuff. All that stuff. And good luck, American friends. Godspeed. Mm-hmm. We love you guys. It's going to be okay.
1: America for <laughs> six. Why'd you do that? I don't know. Hit the spacebar, Colin. Stop making me do this.